You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I know justice needs to happen. I mean, we all want justice. It's one of those things where, you know, you want to get the answers. I truly believe that the answer was going to be found. Well, and that's that's part of the thing. You know, I, I would say... Not everything happens as fast as we want it. Um, sometimes so things take, That's take what's a little happening. bit longer. I'm not saying you're being impatient. I'm just <laughs> saying sometimes it takes uh, investigations can stretch, you know, years possibly before answers are found. I mean, look at some of life's greatest mysteries. We still don't have proof of Sasquatch. And yet uh, here I am looking for proof of where your shoes are. Kind of in the same category. Oh, exactly the same thing. Hello, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So we have several things to get to today. We we need to have a big update, uh, uh, a uh, a recap of where we're at mm-hmm. in what we were talking about on last week's show. I think Thursday's show, I believe, was the big breakdown for it. I could be wrong, but one of the days last week is when we had that. So we will discuss this uh, very soon. I do want to say a thank you to everybody who's been going to pdxpodfestival.com and picking up podcast festival tickets. Oh, my God. Gosh, yes, it's coming up fast. Oh, so if you're planning on coming, please get your tickets and let us know because we have so much fun stuff planned. Yeah. You get to see a bunch of live performances. I mean, this is like the toppermost of the poppermost of Portland podcasts in in their human forms in front of you yeah. doing what they love. Yeah. And then plus you can like schmooze with other people. There'll be, you know, drinks and food. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be awesome. And uh, you can get your tickets there, pdxpodfestival.com. So big thank you to everybody picking up your tickets. Get your tickets now. A, it uh, makes us feel better. Um, B, you make sure that you get a ticket because there's so much going on that, you know, we, we, there, this could, this could run out of tickets. So definitely get your tickets early. Get your tickets to be a part of it. And, um, and that way it's set, then you know, then yeah. you don't have to worry about and it. And there is a capacity to this place. Yeah. So if we hit it, then that's it. Then you don't get any tickets. And that's why we kept the price as low as we possibly could to make sure that everybody's taken care of. And so get your tickets, pdxpodfestival.com. I do want to give a shout out really quick to Allison, um, because I want to specify the date again. The date is December 2nd. December 2nd. It is a Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, December 2nd. And Allison wrote, I got an email uh, from Allison on, uh, on November 2nd. And the, the email just said, let's get the show on the road. And I was like, uh, okay, that's weird. And then, I got a follow-up email. It just said, what's going on? Question mark. And so I replied and I was like, I'm, I'm just so very confused. And, uh, and she wrote back maybe 20 minutes later and she just said, so I'm at the Hawthorne theater right now. It's November 2nd. And, uh, bought my tickets. I thought the line was kind of weird how it was working. And she went there for the wrong day. She so, bought, oh no, she bought tickets for the wrong... No, she bought tickets to the Portland Podcast Festival for December 2nd, but she was in line for the other show that was going on. Oh, that's she had the wrong kind date. of amazing. That's exactly something that I would do. It's totally something. something <laughs> that, so it's I like mean, a Thursday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever the second was. And, uh, <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. I know, she said, I feel so bad. She waited two hours in line for whatever the show was that was there. And um, and said so the doors didn't open. It would have been amazing if it was like um, some Juggalo night or something, because every once in a while they'll have you know, like the clown themed like bands. Yeah. And she <laughs> like in line with all these people wearing like face makeup, dressed like creepy clowns. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Yeah, so it was an odd, odd group that she was there. Uh, she was there with. And so she... Um, she wrote back and just said, <laughs> I looked at I looked at my tickets there for 12-2. Damn, I will never live that down. Oh, man. <laughs> so I, I believe she's going to be there back there for December 2nd. But you can buy tickets at the door at the Hawthorne. You sure um, can. But the show itself, the podcast festival, will not be until December 2nd. December 2nd. Uh, all the details are up uh, at pdxpodfestival.com. You can check it out there and uh, take a listen to all the different podcasts that are going to be on it. But <laughs> I just want to make sure. That's where we're at. Yeah, it was uh, that night, I guess it was a band called Maiden Tio. What? Maiden Tio? Yeah, M A D E I N T Y O. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea what that is. Now I'm curious what they are. I, mean, <laughs> I know, I am too. Two hour Maiden wait for whatever it was. Tio. Maiden T Y O. See, there's so many strange. Oh, he's a recording artist. Made in T Y O. He's a recording artist. Oh, I guess he was made in Tokyo. He's a hip-hop recording artist. He's a hip-hop. He's Malcolm Jamal Davis, better known by his name, made in TYO, is an American hip-hop recording artist from Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, but then it says that he's made in Tokyo. I'm very confused by all of this. He's an American recording artist. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. He is best known for his debut debut single, Uber Everywhere, from his mixtape, You Are Forgiven. Uber Everywhere. He likes Uber? I guess. I don't know. That's kind of strange. That I mean, I just found out this, this is a person that exists in like, the world. I didn't, I don't know anything about them. Like, is he, uh, I mean, Uber everywhere. Does that mean, like, do they sponsor it? Are they sponsoring his album? Because otherwise he's just giving him free advertising. He's just totally giving him free I kind of feel weird. Like, sometimes when people use, like, brand names in their, in their actual names, I'm like, well, you know, you're just giving everybody free publicity. Like, you're just advertising for him. It doesn't really work out. Mm-hmm. That's, that was my stance That's on your that. stance. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. given anyone free publicity because you like kind of want to see if you can catch their attention? Then maybe they'll actually like do something yeah. for you. Sure, I'm sure we've done that on this show before. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to go on there. So pdxpodfestival.com. Get your tickets. There's free free publicity. There you go. Um, Keelan is saying he is not an American hip hop recording artist. Fuck that. I am an American hip hop recording artist. Oh, so. there's a fight. Okay. All I right. Love so it. do we have beef between American or made in Tokyo and well, Keelan's America's Keelan sweetheart. King? Clearly. Uh, I don't think... We're using the term America's sweetheart way too much. Okay. That's, that's already applied. Okay. So we'd have to come up with, a, with another name for him. But, okay, so Made in Tokyo. Does that mean he's going to create like a, like a disc tape? Do you have to have like a disc... And then you have beef, and then you have uh, have like a oh they a show disc up. tape. They said a disc tape. I'm like, are no, you talking about like a tape. CD? A disc recording, Sarah. Greg, okay, just stop. We're out of our element here. I'm this not out of my not, element. You, I am you are very much out of your element. element. No, because then you what are happens? Not making any sense? No, what happened? I make perfect sense. You just don't understand what I'm talking about. I don't a disc tape, you know, where you have to you have to stop diss the other person. So you make a disc tape because you have oh, beef, no. and then what happens is eventually it all works up to where you show up in an abandoned parking structure, and then you battle it out. And then you, you rap at each other and you say, you call each other words. And so that's what it is. You know, you have to have some, some disc tapes out there. So you heard it here. There's beef made in Tokyo versus Keelan King. We've got, uh, we've got some beef right now. Wow. Yeah. He's saying it's called a disc record. See, I am so, I am, I am with it and I am hip and I know exactly what's going on. Anyway, let's get back to something else. Please stop. Let's get back to something else. So we need to follow up on the ongoing saga of it the is investigation a saga. It is a saga now. That uh, I, the country PI, have uh, launched into the case of the missing shoes. So last week. A week from. Was it a week from today? 
I think it was when we first brought him up. Mm, I don't know. I think or maybe. May have, may have, we may have to take a look. Okay, I think we'll have to take sometime last week. Yeah. Sometime last week. <laughs> I bet week. there is a facility and, and thing that we could do that we could search and find this because we do have a website that makes it very easily searchable. Funemploymentradio.com. We can figure out what, what episode number it was. Anyway, we talked about... The case of Sarah's missing shoes, because here is basically what happened. All right, it was last Wednesday's episode. Okay. Glad episode we got uh, that 1893, down. if you want to listen to the whole backstory. And it has to do with the fact that Sarah came over to my house on the day of Hall- uh, day we were all going to a Halloween party. Yeah, it was like Halloween party night, which is basically always, you know, the Saturday before Halloween, if it's in the middle of the week. And there's a whole episode detailing it, so I'll just kind of sum up where we're at. Um, and she uh, came over there, and we were all getting into her costumes there. She helped me out with mine. She changed into hers, and she left her shoes that she had been wearing there in my living room at my house. Went about her, her day. Came back the next day. To get my shoes and my the sweater and my hat. Sweater and hat were there. Exactly where I left them. The shoes were not. The shoes were missing. Now, over this last week and, uh, and a half, basically, since I've gone missing, there have been inquiries launched. An investigation was launched by the country mm-hmm. PI, by myself. An official investigation. Working pro bono. Promises were made. Pro bono. No promises were made. No promises were made. But there was... You know, the investigation. So we, we look, took a look at the culprits, the, not culprits, the potential. What, what is uh, the potential? Um, why, why are you looking at me like that? Like you look like you just had like, are you seeing a vision or something? No, Your eyes are no, like I'm wide just, and like staring off. No, when you said culprit, word. I was trying to think like the, the potential uh, information holders. Not information holders. Uh, we'll say potential suspects, which includes my. <laughs> I was trying to be. Which includes myself. Suspect. Culprit means somebody's guilty, and there is nobody guilty. The suspects are myself, uh, either one of my roommates, roommate one, roommate two, or the dog Ollie, that is a seventy-five pound puppy that lives at my house. We're the only four that really could be could have some kind of responsibility in this. I had basically left the shoes there for less than 24 hours before they disappeared. And I do have to say, it's it's silly things like this because, yeah, it's silly, haha, but actually it's really, it's true. My shoes are missing. My favorite pair of shoes, they just still haven't Oh, I, I don't think anyone thinks you're taking this lightly. But, what's, <laughs> but what I never realized is um, how many like our beloved friends listen to the show because they're like, so did you... Did you find your shoes yet? <laughs> and I'm like, absolutely. Like, I've never been asked more about anything. In my, and like, we've gone through it. I've had so many long conversations because everybody is so confused. Yeah. Because it's just bizarre. Yeah. I've left stuff at your house for years. Like, I've left no, things. No, and, I know. and it's still there. It's still I there. Have I leave garbage bags of your stuff that it's I, I know. I just house. leave and I, I know because I lose a lot of like sweatshirts or I'll leave a hat or whatever over at Greg's. So, but that stuff's all still there. I leave my favorite pair of shoes for less than 24 hours and they just whoosh, vanish out of thin air. Mm-hmm. So, here's what's happened. You know, preliminary, and again, the file's open. Preliminary investigations have begun. I've got my notes of where we're going. Um, and and a lot of this is already on that previous episode, so I just suggest listen to 1893 to get the whole backstory. And here's where we're at. Over this this last weekend, I had promised that I would be doing a top to bottom cleaning up my house anyway, which I was which I was planning on doing. Turns out it was more work than I thought. Um, so because I had to make some runs to Goodwill and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, I have done some deeper searching though. 
because the worry was that right now my money is on either myself grabbing them and not thinking about it and putting them because they look similar to a pair of my shoes. And let me just say for the for the record, my money was also on Greg because I know him. I know Greg extremely well, and I've seen him. When he, he gets into, like, these panicky modes where he's not really mentally there, but he's, like, just cleaning things. I don't like it when things get too cluttered. Yeah, it really, so, like, really messes with me mentally. You've done that before. Like, a, a lot of, like Greg is very scattered when it comes to that. He's very responsible and, like, methodical with some things. But when he starts to get a little spazzy, like, he'll do, like, he misplaces things all the time because he'll grab them and put them somewhere, then forget that he did that, and then freak out because he can't find it. Yeah. I have been thinking this entire time. That Greg probably grabbed my shoes, not thinking about it, because he was just like, there are things everywhere. Ooh. Yeah, and, and that's, like, that's about how I feel. When it gets too cluttered, something. It, yeah. it sets me into a panic. When things get too cluttered and too messy, It just it's all I can think about. It. I'm just like, oh, it's driving me insane. I need some order. I have to put order into things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and I'll, I'll, go, I'll go into a phase like that where I just grab everything, and I'm just throwing stuff around and a frenzy, a, f- a cleaning frenzy. It's a frenzy. It's a it frenzy. It's a frenzy. It is. And I'm still kind of in the middle of it. Like, it's an ongoing frenzy thing that I'm in right now of clean. Got to throw stuff away. So anyway, that is, that. that's why I thought, you know, there's a possibility if I just grabbed these thinking they were my shoes and just threw them into, um. Into where? I mean, somewhere. But where? Well, there, therein lies the issue. So I have searched a lot of my stuff. Just thinking, you know, maybe in this frenzy, I got put into something else on accident, into a box, into a laundry basket, or fell behind something, or fell behind a a couch, or whatever. And I'm here to report that after this weekend, um, no, I have not, uh, I have not found them. They were not discovered as of yet. Now, I will say the basement search is pretty much complete. That one's concluded. Um, I would say it's pretty concluded unless they're really, I don't know. I, w- I don't know where else to go um, with the basement search. That's, it's been pretty much gone over. Um, now, upstairs, my room, again, it's not like it's that, there's that much up there. Uh, right now, I have to say, you know, unfortunately, the country PI is still on the case. Justice has not been, uh, not been had. The investigation is not completed. The case is just going to have to stay open for a little while longer. Now, we're at past that first 48 hours. And that's, as you know, if you watch any kind of detective television, 48 hours was the key. However, I think we're still on the case here. Um, my suspicions are starting to switch to Ollie. I, I really am starting to think maybe he's got something to do with this. Yeah, do you think anybody else, like, do you think that Ollie's um, dad has anything to do with so it? So you're talking about, like, a cover-up? Yeah, which I don't think, think he up. does, because I'm, I am very familiar with with Ollie's own, with Chris. Okay, it's Chris, Chris. No, because I've asked Chris. Chris is not, he would not mislead me, I, I don't think. I really don't think either roommate is involved in yours. I don't think, A, um, I highly doubt they care enough about your shoes to where this is something they would scurry away and, you know, put them on the black market. Oh, I know. Um, I just, I really don't think anybody cares about your shoes like you care about your shoes. Um, and then, yeah, the, no, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see any leads there of why they would be involved in a cover up. You know, unless we're talking about getting outside parties involved and there's maybe a third party that came in and like offered some kind of a financial reward in order to take these shoes mm-hmm. and put something into play. 
I know, and I'm sorry if this is irritating to anybody. It just really is really, really weird. Okay. Again, Sarah, I don't think anyone doubts your sincerity that this bothers you. Okay, I I will tell you, I I will give you God's honest, it really bothers Sarah where these shoes are. It does because it doesn't I, make any sense, again, and I know everybody no involved. I know, but it's like somebody no knows something that they're not saying. I again, this is you've concocted an elaborate cover-up. I don't think there's an elaborate cover-up going on here. Now there is one other option. Now I want to I want to just put this out here. My search will continue. I will get to the bottom of this. There is a potential if there's a third party involved. That could be an outside influence on this. A long time ago, there was a prank war that went on between us and uh, my former roommate, Ryan. Former roommate, Ryan, was a, uh, you know, we've had a lot of pranks back and forth. It kind of it hasn't been going on for the last couple of years. But I'm saying, if there's an outside party, it may be something we may have to take a look at. We may have to take a Do look at. Do you think that he took them? I don't know. I did you ask know. him? I know you saw him this weekend. Did you ask him? I did not. I did not. Do you think it's a possibility? I, I don't know at this point. Again, just the, this is private country PI talk right now. Normally, I wouldn't share this with the client until I have something to really present to you. But since you're so upset about it, I'm just giving you some of the possibilities that I'm investigating. This investigation is far from over. We'll get to the bottom but of this. But you said it's after the first 48. It's been a week. It's been a, like a week and a couple <laughs> okay, days I was now. also joking and I was talking about a real murder. But so, I mean, if your shoes were murdered, if the shoes were murdered, then somebody is going to be. I mean, they were in your living room. Uh-huh. They were in your living room and then they weren't. Um, in Ed, less than 24 hours. Okay. Edward's asking, did he have access to the shoes? The only way he would get access. Does he still have if, an old key? Um... I, I highly doubt he would just and walk into my house. And how would he know house. that I left my shoes over there? He wasn't over there when I was Again, into my... Again, I'm merely laying out some possibilities. Um, I don't think that's it. But I'm saying there's possibilities. So I will still work on this. I will get to the bottom of it. We will get some answers. Um, but right now, you know, the investigation goes on. If you have any leads or any ideas or thoughts or theories on this, please feel free to email me. Just email me direct, greg at funemploymentradio.com. Um, just email them to me because as we, we try to help uh, Sarah Deal cope with what's going on right now mm-hmm. and thereby helping me cope because it's constant, uh, I think it would be, it would be good to, uh, to continue that way. So, Greg at FunEmploymentReady.com. The investigation is open. It is not closed. We've just got a missing shoes case going on. Okay. Well, I will say, my faith in the country PI has dwindled. Uh-huh. I've just, I, I think if you were going to find them, or if you cared to find them, you would have probably found them by now. So, I'm thinking that I'm just going to have to write off this loss, even though they were a birthday present from my parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just hoping that it makes. Sense. I've been trying to like lay it on real thick to any of the suspects when I talk about it. I'm like, oh, you know. Oh, believe me. Again, no one doubts how much you care about these shoes. Okay. Anyway, I already. <laughs> I, I, I just decided to buy another pair. So I've already ordered another pair because that's how much faith I have in you and your problem solving abilities. I will. I am still working on this. I will get to the bottom of this. Mm. So we will. We will look into it. Um, 
Yeah, Sarah's going to morph into a shoe serial killer. Yeah, going after everybody that you think has wronged you. It's just weird because it's one of those things like, who's not telling me the truth? I know it's not telling you the oh, truth. What if someone's not telling me the lying. truth and like, like, and then like, I don't know it right now, but then in the future when I know who really did it, like, then I'm gonna be like, they were lying to me this entire time. I really don't think anyone's lying to you about your Converse shoes, your your high lift shoes. That no nobody wants those. Nobody could even fit into those. It's not like they were stolen. You know, I just there's there's. I think the guilty party is either myself, I really put them somewhere where I cannot find them, um, which so far, I, yeah, I have not turned them up, or there is a dog in the, in the mix, <laughs> and there is a 75-pound puppy who is very crafty. But again, he would have probably taken one of them, not both of them. Probably. Yeah. But do we know? We don't know. No, we don't know anything because the country PI is really shitty at solving crimes. It's in the middle of an investigation. The middle of an investigation. I mean, that's just where we're at on this. You know, it's going to take some time. It's just going to take some time. So that's where we're at. I will, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Again, if you have any theories, thoughts, questions, email those in. Greg at FunEmploymentReady.com. You can listen to the whole saga. You can be caught up. Before you email anything in, if you haven't listened to the other episode, listen to where we're at on uh, episode 1893 of Where Are Sarah's Shoes. So that way you're all caught up. And I, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly willing to take that statements or anything like that if people have some. So, I mean, if we can't find them, aren't you going to feel a little violated? I'm not to that point. Yeah. Well, because they didn't just disappear into thin air. Something happened to them. Right. Well, the investigation still goes, still goes on. It's ongoing. You know, I'm, ongoing. A, I'm a man of science, Sarah. I'll get to the bottom of the, the answers that, that need to be gotten to the bottom of. I'll find the shoes. I will find out what happened to these shoes. It could, again, it could take years. But we'll, we'll get and to that. And then what? Then I won't even like them anymore. I like them right now, Greg. Don't you just want the answers? I do kind of want them. No, but I, no, I actually, I literally want my shoes back. That would be awesome. The answers don't clothe my feet in fashion. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll keep working on it. All let's right. go to something else. Okay. So let's, let's just move away from this because I do have something that I proposed on, <laughs> on Twitter over the weekend that I did, uh, did want to see a couple of things. And it does have to do with you. With you me? Know, yeah, it has to do with you and a few, few things that, uh, that came up with, with you. So I posted a, a question on Twitter over this weekend, and it's just said, important question asking for a friend, should someone eat imitation crab California rolls with a day-old sell-by date? So these, <laughs> this is something Sarah asked me. It was on Friday. She had something that had been in the fridge for a few days. No, not a few days. All right, so let me just tell you, I have been, uh, I have, one of my side gigs is that I'm a bartender, and I've been um, working quite a bit because one of the other people I work with has been out of town, so I've been working a lot of shifts. And, you know, when I come into work, a lot of times I like to bring my food with me. Uh-huh. So that way, you know, it's you know it's a longer shift. You're running around a lot. Got to make sure to um, sustain your nourishment. You got to eat. Yeah. You got to eat. So um, I had worked on Wednesday, and then I was also working on Friday. So when I came in on Wednesday... I had gone to the store and purchased myself some uh, some imitation crab sushi, some California rolls, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're called, right? Yes, yeah. California rolls. California I've got rolls. a picture here of them. Oh, 
Wait, you took a picture of my sushi? Yeah, I took a picture and posted it. All right. So anyway, so I got this on Wednesday. Anyway, there's some delicious food where I work. So that being said, I was offered macaroni and cheese in place of the healthy sushi, and I opted for the macaroni and cheese because I'm not a moron. And I left sure. the sushi. I forgot it, but I left it in the refrigerator on that Wednesday, that Wednesday, which was November 1st, 2017. So the sell-by date on this delicious California roll sushi was 11 mm-hmm. which would be that Thursday. So this doesn't say expire, it said sell-by. So then when it came in on Friday, I was kind of trying to feel out uh, from other people if, like whether or not they thought maybe I could still potentially eat the California rolls, even if the sell-by date was the day before. Okay. So the, day, so the sell-by date was November 2nd. When I came out on November 3rd, I was asking, which I didn't know you were taking pictures of it and telling people I about it. I, well, I, said, you- I said asking for a friend. Seriously? I didn't say it was you, although people guessed right away. They guessed right away that it was you. Oh, I'm, yeah, I bet. Oh, no, they did. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, that's the thing. Like, can you eat that after a day past? I mean, so imitation crab, it's still actual, like, fish stuff, isn't it? I think it's fish stuff. Did they just put, like, crab flavoring on it I or something? I don't know. Like, like, I'm not really a big sushi person. I was just trying to, like, find something that was moderately healthy-ish. Yeah. So I ended up buying it. Yeah. So... Hey, I mean, does that really make it um, healthy-ish? Is that the right word for that? All right, that? so it's, it's a processed seafood made of starch and white fish, shaped and cured to resemble the leg meat of, of crab. All right. Ew. Yeah. Okay, so. I mean, and I like the taste of it. I, I like it. It's just fine. But I just, I don't know what the difference is between the sell-by and the expiration date. Because I know those are two different things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you sold it by then, I mean, can it sit in your fridge for a little while, or are you supposed to have eaten it by the next day? Okay, so the problem is, it's the fact that it's it's fishy things. Like, fish parts that are smushed together to make it seem like crab. That doesn't sound like the healthiest thing right off the bat. I'm just going to be honest. Now, the other thing is, it is ex- expiring. Again, well, really we're, Everything's expiring. We're expiring. <laughs> True. That's all from your perspective. So the sell-by date was a day before. Now, granted, this was later in the day, so the sell-by date, I'm assuming when you say a sell-by date, it means sell-by, you know, that morning. Is it like midnight is the cutoff for that, or how does that actually work? I don't know how it works, but, I mean, it's just the sell-by, not the expiration. So I didn't know. So I guess Greg took it upon himself to ask other people (laughs) what they thought. Looking out for you. Looking out for you. That's all I'm trying to do. So the other information about this is, yeah, yep, I hadn't had it. I hadn't broken the seal. It was still. It had been in the fridge the entire time. Our friend Dookie says it's the McNugget of the Sea. So, <laughs> all right. So the seal wasn't broken. So it was in one of those plastic containers with the clear on the top. You know, black on the bottom. All the little, yeah. all the little California rolls laid out. The um, the tape that had sealed. You know, with the label was still. It was unbroken. It was mm-hmm. sealed. It was in the refrigerator. And so then Greg decided <sighs> what. So. Did you post the picture? What did I posted you the picture on oh, Twitter. Greg. So here's some... Uh, you know I don't pay attention to Twitter, which is why you did that. This is why I did turd. it there. Exactly. So some of the responses. Uh, and I'm going to say, but you had some experts that replied and some, some other people that, you know, maybe not. Uh, our friend uh, Jeff replied, let me guess, Sarah is the friend. So you were called out pretty much right away. Mm. Um, our friend uh, Norm from Texas just uh, posted a uh, GIF that says, nope, nope. Wait, GIF? Jeff, it's actually oh, Jeff. Oh, stop. We're That's not even starting it, with this right you now. You just asked. You called it out. Mm-hmm. I, I baited and you, you called it out. Um, all right. So 
our friend uh, Carrie said, imitation crab or crab with a K. It's usually a bottom fish commercial fishermen call googly eyes. They're disgusting, the fish that is. Huh. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, know it's that. all like ground up anyway. So I mean, you can't really yeah. tell with the googly eyes. We had a They're delicious googly eyes. How's that, friends? Health insurance situation. <laughs> we had other another person who just said, "Tell Sarah X Dylan not to do it. No eating discount or expired food." <laughs> it's not disc. It wasn't discount or expired. I paid. Uh, I paid a decent amount of money for that. I paid seven dollars. Oh my god! Why did you buy the almost expired stuff then? It wasn't almost expired because I was planning on eating it that day, and then I got distracted by macaroni and cheese, so I didn't end up eating it. So then by Friday, I'm like, all right, well, the sell-by date was yesterday, which is so close to today. Okay, we got a reply from Brian, who wrote, I work at a meat department. Oh. I wouldn't. You probably would be fine, but like I said, I wouldn't. So this is somebody who works at a meat department saying that, we then, you know, uh, contrasting that, we have Dustin who says expiration dates are a scam. You'll be fine. Do it. So there's a, That's a, what I think, too. Yeah. It's a real varying reply here that we have. Uh, Christopher says there, it depends on how hungry you are and if there's no real sushi place nearby and how badly you want sushi. I've been in a spot before where my answer is yes. Okay. So that's somebody who's really craving yeah, sushi. Yeah. I mean, and I did end up opening it on Friday and I did smell it and it smelled okay. Did you eat it? I did not eat it. You didn't eat it. No, I was kind of. You backed out. Okay, uh, so Chris in our live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, says sell-by dates are more for the store selling this. It wouldn't be expired yet. Yeah, but uh, it's fish, though. It's It's barely fish. It's fish parts. That's the part that would... Make me wary. Now, let me ask you this. How do you feel about milk, Sarah? Now, I know your answer oh, you to this, but I, wanna, but I want to clarify for everybody else. So if there's a sell-by date on milk or an expiration date, do you, do you mess around with that? I do. If I, can, if I smell it and it smells okay, I'll eat it. Or I'll, I'll still drink it or put it into things sometimes. You will not drink milk even if it's like a week away from being expired. Well, I'm a little weird with milk. You are really weird with milk. But any kind of, like, ground meat, I mean, it's all kind of ground up anyway. I think it's fine. (sighs) Milk is a different... I've I've gotten sick off of, like, expired milk, so I know what that feels like. Whoa. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah. So, here's the thing. Now that, you know, if you're worried about the milk getting that close to it, why is it that you're okay with fish parts? That are going over. I mean, I clearly didn't turn out to be okay with it because I decided not to eat it. Yeah. But you probably would have if, if, if you hadn't been. I mean, if I didn't have any it. other thing to eat, yeah. yes, I would have yeah. probably eaten okay. it. Okay. Well, that was just one of my questions. Well, you're the guy. I, I like how you're trying to shame me when you're the one that was eating, like, rotting burritos. I was not eating rotting burritos. Okay, maybe they were probably yeah. a little bit. Yeah, if something's supposed to be frozen and you just kept it in the fridge for, what, two weeks? It was not two weeks. It was not two weeks. It was like a week and a half, almost two weeks. No, it was not. It was several days. No, we had assessed this because you thought it was the week before, and then we remembered that it was when Todd Glass was here. It was several days. Mm. (laughs) So anyway, I did not eat the sushi. Okay, you did not eat the sushi. And Greg has not found my my shoes. Wow, we're just like batting a thousand right now. Also, randomly enough, when we were out this weekend, just, I just want to throw this in, saw Aisha Tyler out at a bar. That was random. Yeah. 
That's cool. Because once you you can't mistake Aisha Tyler. Because as soon as I'm like, that person looks exactly like Aisha Tyler. Yeah. And you look, I mean, she's like one of the most striking human beings that exists. And of course, yeah. like, you look again, you're like, of course that's Aisha Tyler. Yes, she is. Hanging out in a dive bar in Southeast Portland. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. I know. We thought about going out because we've interviewed her years ago. And I was like, should we go up and say something? Like, I've still got the picture. Like, you can oh, Google I, on Fun Employment I Radio. I ended up saying something to her after you left. You did? What did you say? I said, I, I said, oh, hey, Aisha, sorry to bother you. I'm like, uh, uh, my partner Greg and I actually um, interviewed you uh, several years ago when you were in town. She's like, oh, God, that must have been a long time ago. I haven't been back in a while. I'm like, yeah, I think it was like 2011. And then I introduced her to um, Lily and Lisa and Jessica. And it was nice. And said bye. You told me not to go say something I to told her. you not to go talk to her. She was sitting with people. She was just standing next to the jukebox. She was by herself. I am never listening to you again. Well, to be fair, I think she didn't really, she was just kind of like, okay, cool. Like, I probably, she didn't seem that interested in chatting, but she was just fine. I told you not to go in, uh, up to when she's sitting at a table with like 15 I didn't people. say I was going to do that. Whoa. You have good advice sometimes. Thank you. Sometimes you don't. Oh. Well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, first up. So another day, another Airbnb gimmick. This one doesn't have to do with fancy food. But it has to do with Legos. Okay. Yeah, so Lego has announced that it's teaming up with Airbnb to offer a special stay. And I guess this is the thing that exists called Denmark's Lego House Attraction. Is and you like can say... I'm assuming it's a house made of Legos? It's a house that most of the things inside of it are made of Legos. So the toy manufacturer and the accommodation finding app announced a family of two to four people will be given a chance to spend the night building themselves furniture and whatever they need at the newly opened attraction in Denmark um, by answering an essay question. So anyone can apply. So I don't understand. Is the actual building made of Legos? I don't think the building is made of Legos, (laughs) but I think most of the things inside of it are made of Legos. Okay. All right. All right, so if you answer an essay question, then you are entered for a chance to win. So the essay question is, if you and your family had an infinite, su- infinite supply of Lego bricks, what would you build? Craig, what would you build? Um, I feel like you'd bring your, build yourself like a hobbit hut. No, I, I'm... Yeah, I might build a little yeah, enclosed space that I would feel yeah, safe in. That you'd feel safe in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> your own little cave? Yeah. With an escape hatch. That's because everyone feels safe inside of, you know, a building made of plastic bricks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Lego uh, said the winners will receive help from the Lego master builder. Ooh, that's a person. Uh, named Jamie Barad. And they'll make your... Okay, so if you win, the subject of your essay becomes a reality. Using 25 million Lego bricks. So okay. if you do want... Ooh, maybe... That would be so cool if you got the Hobbit hut. With like the windows cool. and everything. Yeah. Oh, that would be so neat. So um, the company stressed that there'll be some house rules to follow. <laughs> Play is mandatory. Are you not listening to me? Adults are advised to wear Lego-proof slippers at all times. Have you ever stepped on a Lego? Oh, yes. God, that's painful. It hurts. Uh, if there's anything you miss in your bedroom, you're going to have a ton of Legos all around you, so feel free to build it yourself. 
So uh, if twenty five, so I guess they're leaving twenty five million bricks in there. Uh, there is a Lego machine installed in the lobby that you can get, and you can get as many as you want. Hmm. I mean, it's that does sound fun. Mm-hmm. So the deadline, if you'd like to um, submit something, an essay, is November sixteenth. If you'd like to do that. Okay. Yeah. Greg wants his Lego Hobbit hole. Okay. Well, another app that's going on uh, is an app to address one of the main and most common complaints, which I didn't even know this was a thing that people complained about, um, amongst McDonald's customers, which is an app that will help you find the location of the McDonald's nearest to you that actually has a functioning ice cream machine. A functioning ice cream machine. Do they not all have that? Uh, I guess not. I guess a lot of the ice cream machines are broken, which I did not realize. That I mean, so instead of actually spending money trying to fix the ice cream machines at all of the McDonald's, uh-huh. they're just they're spending all their money trying to find, fund an app to make sure that they can find the ones that actually work. Okay. All right. Mm. Well, so this is called the Ice Check app. It's available. Um, so it's oh, it's available for fancy iPhone people only right now. Allows users to search their nearest McDonald's, and the app will reveal whether or not the location's ice cream machine is currently functioning or not. But who cares about ice cream that much that you have to go to McDonald's? I mean, sometimes people like McDonald's ice. Cr- I mean, I liked McDonald's ice cream. I got the swirl when I was a kid. I haven't had it in. Isn't years it just and like Dairy Queen's? I, I think I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's different. Everything tastes the same. Just like they all have fries, but they all taste different. Like McDonald's fries t- taste different than Dairy Queen's fries. Dairy Queen's fries are amazing. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, so I guess broken ice machines have long been one of the most common complaints about fast food uh, about the fast food chain by online commenters. So people are just up in arms about these ice cream machines that are. I just not don't understand carrying that much. Yeah. I, well, people latch like, onto things that they like, like. People with the McRib stuff, mm. you know. I know, and and I know, there's a lot of you out there that love the McRib. Um, I just, you know, that's the weird I gummy like really fake rib meat. Me. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh huh. Mm. Well, uh, the app creator is named Raina McLeod. Uh, said users who discover uh, McDonald's location's ice cream machine is on the fritz can report it in the app. And she said it came up with the idea for about a year ago after a late night Oreo McFlurry craving. Wow. <laughs> it went unfulfilled due to the ice cream machine being shut down. Okay. So that's that's actually a thing. Everybody, there's a nap for everything. There's a nap for everything and everything for a nap. All right. Out of Florida. A Florida woman has been arrested after being accused of using a 12-pack of Paps Blue Ribbon. As a weapon. <laughs> oh, there's multiple ways you could use that as a I weapon. I know. Well, this is Casey Lynn Willie. Casey Lynn Willie. This is in Gainesville, Florida. Was being removed, let's see, uh, from a bar called Eight Seconds by a bouncer when she allegedly had the case of beer. They don't explain why she had the case of beer inside of the bar. And struck him with it. Now, uh, Willie was being removed from the club because she had refused to leave after this. Oh, it was a happening country music club. She had refused to leave after the country music club had closed after 3 a.m. Well, authorities, when they did arrive on the scene, handcuffed her, but she tried to escape while police conducted an investigation. She also refused to give her name or date of birth and was violent toward officers. Well, she eventually gave authorities the information they needed before aggressively stepping toward the officer. Uh, The bouncer did not wish to press charges. It doesn't say if he was hurt with the PBR, but I'm not thinking 
It was. Um, so Willie was arrested, charged with disorderly conduct, and taken to county jail. Now, if you think about it, I mean, you have the the half rack there, mm-hmm. and you could either swing as a full thing, you know, as like a big, like uh, almost like a Thor hammer, like whew, bam, oh yeah, and pop somebody, or you can take them out individually. It's almost like beer throwing stars, and huck each individual beer as its own weapon. Okay, don't throw beers at people. That's awful. Well, I'm saying if you're going to use it as a weapon. You have a lot of options there. It's actually quite useful. Hmm. Now that I think about it, there's a lot of there are a lot of ways you can do that. Or you could just you know drink the beer. Well, that would out. be one way to yeah. do it. You can also kick it at people. That's what my buddy Gavin did to me one time. He was really. <laughs> he probably doesn't want me telling this story, but he was uh, mildly intoxicated and came over to my house for Boy, a party. You two idiots, mildly intoxicated. Mildly, uh, yeah. He was he was off somewhere else, and he'd he'd had a rough night. And uh, I told him, though, before he came over, that he needed to stop to get more beer. And mm. he was not happy about that, that I told him he had to bring more beer. Oh, boy. And so he showed up at my house and just opened the door and held out the half rack and drop kicked it, sending the beer all over the room, saying, here's your beer, fucker. And then, yeah. Wow. It was quite a night. Quite a night. He was, yeah. Probably not wanting me to tell that story, but God, I remember it so good. Well, that story could have been from, like, last weekend or from, like, 15 years ago. You guys are idiots when you get together. Yeah, yeah. That's just what happened. Yep. Okay. Well, finally, I have one more story out of Florida, out of Edgewater, Florida. So, a church in Edgewater, it was recommended that they change their sign after a message about forgiveness was misinterpreted by many in the community and now all over the internets on the world. As a sexual innuendo, the sign outside of this church, you know, when they have like the like the reader boards, you uh-huh. know, like praise be to Jesus for he is good or whatever it says. This one says, so it's supposed to be a sign about forgiveness. The sign said, forgiveness is swallowing when you want to spit. <laughs> <laughs> Representatives from the church say the sign was completely innocent and was intended as encouragement to what forgive. What did they mean by it? However, many people interpreted the sign in a salacious manner. Well, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm trying to see, like, the innocent side of this. What were they going for? Like, maybe swallow, the your, analogy? swallow your pride? Instead of spit your pride out? I mean, Instead of, like... <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't even know. It's a, it's... Forgiveness it's is more swallowing of a when you want to spit. It's more of a stretch to make it innocent than it is to make it what it seems like it is. Well, a woman in the community... I'm posted, also broken, so maybe that's... It. ...posted the sign on Facebook saying she saw it out of the corner of her eye and then a U-turn to come back and take a photo. Many... <laughs> Many people commented with another with someone writing, I don't think that they really thought this through. Well, the church said they didn't realize that it was any sort of innuendo, and they intended to, well, I think they've since removed it, but they said they intended to remove the forgiveness message after the controversy. Uh, officials from the church do declare that they apologize if anyone was offended. I love I mean, looking at every sign for every it, church that I go by just in case it's something um, like a little nugget of gold like this. Just in case. <laughs> That's probably just some sweet older person who came up with this thinking. Or it could like, be some, some like shithead kid who's like, oh, I could totally help with the sign. 
and then did it intentionally, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, there you have it. <laughs> when you want to say, I guess I'm still struggling to figure it out exactly. Yeah, it's it's an actual sign. So there you have it. Interpret how you will. That's your world of crazy. There's got to be a website out there that compiles oh, all these, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Yeah, church mm. signs mm-hmm. that are taken the wrong way, or the unintended way. Yeah. <laughs> unintended Again, that one's church really signs. yeah. Yeah, I don't right. really understand what it was meant. I don't to be. quite know. Yeah, where you would go with that one? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, there's not a lot in ball talk today. Okay. Uh, uh, we could do, we could do a brief ball talk. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Um, okay. First up, in ball talk, we have this. In the NFL, tempers were all hot. Everybody was running hot in the NFL yesterday. So much so that uh, wide receiver A.C. Green, there's, there's two instances that happened yesterday during uh, NFL games. A.C. Green, of, or not A.C. Green, A.J. Green. A.C. Green was, you know who A.C. Green was? No. A.C. Green was an, he's from Corvallis, played for Oregon State, but more importantly, he was a Laker forever. And, uh, yeah, he was an NBA player. Anyway, A.J. Green, who plays for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, was pretty pissed off at uh, defensive back Jalen Ramsey, so much so that there's video of him taking him to the ground when there wasn't a play and just, like, repeatedly wailing on his head. Punching wow. his head. Yeah. He's probably going to get suspended. Also, there was an instance with Jameis Winston. Now, do you know who Jameis Winston is? No, but I've Speaking heard the name. Speaking of crab. Yeah. Uh, so, Jameis Winston was, he's a very good player. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. And he also uh, was famous in college. Well, a few different things. But one of them was he stole crab from a local Oh, market. yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was injured yesterday, and he was on the sidelines taunting somebody else, taunting one of the opposing players. And he walked up and, like, pushed the guy in the back of the head. This player responded, turned around, and, like, uh, shoved him. At that point, Mike Evans, also of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, ran up behind this other player, Marcus Lattimore, and just leveled him. Wow. Uh, yeah, blindside. He should probably be suspended. I mean, it was it was a real blindside. Yeah, that seems a little leveling. It could have it could have hurt much. somebody. I don't think he was hurt, but it, it wasn't very cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's what's going on in the NFL yesterday. Like I said, slow day in ball talk, and also there is this <laughs> news. Well, you didn't like my compelling world have done it. too. Uh, so <laughs> also we've got this scandal erupting in the rugby World Cup. Scandal. So the Rugby League World Cup is underway in Australia, New Zealand, and Papua New Guinea, where it's all going on. But the Scottish team will be left without their captain and two other players because they were (laughs) allegedly too drunk to play. So they said that uh, the Scottish team, and again, this is rugby, and this is where people drink. I mean, rugby teams, you just assume they're always drunk. Oh, yeah. And uh, the... The Scots lost 74 to 6 to New Zealand, which is pretty a pretty bad uh, loss. And they showed up to the team playing completely wasted. Oh. 
and uh, they were told they would no longer they would not be continuing on with the team, and they were left in the city they were at. Oh boy! <laughs> and told to make their way back to Scotland. Wow! So big issues going down. Scandal with the Scottish rugby league team. Scandal. Yes. All right. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, that was good. Um, we got a couple of things to do because we have a big announcement to make mm-hmm. about the Fun Employment Radio Network. Tell me. Uh, but before we do that, so we got an email from Kate who wanted to say happy anniversary to her husband, Tim. Uh, they've been married for three years. Oh, wow. Three years. Three year anniversary is Tuesday, November 7th. Very cool. And uh, they came here in 2014 for the listener party because they were on their honeymoon. I remember oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, yep. my gosh. Yep. So that is uh, awesome. That is very cool. Well, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to Kate and Tim. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, all right. So the big announcement that we want to make uh, for today's show is, as you all know, there is something called the Fun Employment Radio Network, the best podcast network in Portland, Fun Employment Radio Network. You can go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and take a look at all of the amazing podcasts that are part of this. And we are adding another podcast to the network family today, and it is the Mark and Todd cast. Oh, that's great. The Mark and Todd cast with our buddy uh, Todd Workoven. And it is a great show. I mean, it really is just a lot of fun. And they uh, they kind of focus on a couple of different things. And so I wanted to just, what we're going to do is play an episode of theirs right after this. Yes. And uh, so Mark and Todd take a humorous high-level look at a random topic from the world of science, culture, technology, sociology, and more. Mostly it's for those who want their science to be more funny. That's kind of what their, <laughs> and, what their and general and thing is. They uh, they completely succeed in doing that. It is a great, great show, and yeah. we're big fans of theirs, so we're super excited to have them on. They also take a look at the week's science news, now a special segment with the Unipiper, Brian, who is also on that. That show as well. So that's awesome. they do that show every week. And now it is part of the Fun Employment Radio Network. So we are very proud to have them on board. And thank you to everybody who supports the network. It really is uh, really is just great. Yes. And so you can check that all out. Funemploymentradio.com. And again, if you're a live subscriber, we'll be playing an episode of theirs right after this episode. Very cool. Yeah. So very exciting. Um, and I want to say thank you to everybody who tunes into this show. Yes. Funemploymentradio.com. Thank you for listening, subscribing, for sharing. All of it is just wonderful. And, and we, even though you failed, Greg, I, I'm really grateful that you at least attempted to the try and invest, find them. The investigation is not closed. It, it is, is continuing. Open. It is open. It's an ongoing case. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get to the big uh, documentary that I'm sure will be made about it in some, some days, you know, this is a rough patch. But we're still on the hunt. We will get answers. I will get answers. Will we? I will get or answers. Or maybe we won't ever get any answers. Life works in mysterious ways. I will get some answers. I will get to the bottom of this. I will figure it out. Okay. Sort of promise. I will have answers. Okay. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Again, we really do appreciate it. You hit record, right? Why? Oh, because that's how you look behind you. No, because I need to transfer a file to play. The oh, the gotcha. Afterwards. No, I'm sorry. Whenever you look I'm behind you, I'm just. My I'm totally trained to think drive. that you forgot to. Pick up your tickets now, pdxpodfestival.com. Yes, let us know, too, when you get them. Please, We'd love to hear uh, from yeah, you. Pick those up. Get those now. Do yourself a favor and make sure you have your tickets. They are selling. 
So uh, make sure you get in there and get your ticket now. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.